All right, welcome into another edition of Catching Up with Tommy Mac Podcast here on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com. We're on Facebook Live on 1010XL's Facebook Live program and streaming on the relevant app, the group messaging chat app with live interactive podcasts, R-E-L-E-V-N-T, on your app store or Google Play. I tell you, just the easiest way to do a podcast, no question about it. Of course, a big week here in Jayville. I went on uh, the vibe when the story came out uh, that Urban Meyer has been fired. Um, You know, the theme song of the staff remaining, did you hear about this? This is great. They've been playing in the hallways ever since he got fired, is Even the Losers by Tom Petty. Even the Losers... Get lucky sometimes, and they're celebrating that the uh, the head boss man is no longer. He is out. He's only got himself to blame. And I don't listen. All due respect to his family, his daughter, whoever. I'm sorry. Nobody had it out for Urban. Urban put this all on himself. Uh, he came in on his high horse, thinking he was, you know, going to impose his old collegiate ways. Look at me, what I did in college. Look how I won all these championships. I'm better than you. I'm smarter than you. He's a narcissistic egomaniac. And, uh, you know, at the end of the day, his philosophy didn't work. It was damaging. It was toxic. Um, You know, I think, you know, it's funny. I was at a Christmas party last night uh, for charity, a men's thing, down at the uh, Legion in Ponte Vedra. And a couple of my friends were saying, like, hey, I spent time with him. And he's, he was really nice to all of us. He's really cool to all of us. Yada, yada. And I said, well, you know, I, I think he's got two personalities. You know, the one that he wants to show, the one that he doesn't. Um, you know, it's just, just anyway, it, it didn't work out. What you saw was not what you got. Uh, came in on this horse of, you know, bravado, look at what I've done. Uh, we're winning now. We're built now. Yada, yada. All a bunch of crap. So I think Shad Khan made the right move. Of course, I guess the Lambo story, although there's some disparity of how, how you know, long the Jags knew about the Lambo story. Um, I'm sorry, and I don't mean this in any kind of way. I'm not... Mr. Badass or anything like that, but I'm coach kicks me. I'm 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 fighting him. I mean, and and my teammates would have too. You don't do that. You don't do that. Um, I remember uh, trying out for the uh, the Saints and Vaughn Johnson, their stud All Pro linebacker, was being used as an example for a special teams drill. And the special teams coach named Joe Marciano, who didn't mean to do it, he was trying to just show him how to do this technique. Well, he ended up on accident smacking Vaughn Johnson in the back. We were just in jerseys. It's a mini camp thing. And Vaughn snapped and like, gosh, dang, Joe, and jacked him up. Like, who, who don't you ever hit me like that? Who would have hit me like that? He's like, oh, man, I'm sorry. I was just trying to. And he, like, literally snapped. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I get it. You don't put your hands on another player. No coaches. He didn't mean it, but I got the whole thing. So, you know, you don't. that, that shouldn't happen. And if it does, you got to handle it. So that's got that's going to be a sideshow if it gets pressed upon. You know, how long did the Jags know? Because if they knew and, and nothing happened, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. Whatever. 
Guy touches you, you touch him back, right? It's like in that Bruce Lee movie, the depiction where uh, the character's like, don't touch me. He's like, yeah, or what? He goes, I'll touch you back. <laughs> I love that line. Then he goes and beats him up. Um, but anyway, it, it it's just, it got to be too much. I think Shad made the right move. I, You know how I felt? I would have waited to the end, but if that's the last straw, then that's the last straw. Smell you later. Next man up. You know, it didn't work out. I, I got no ill will. I don't. I don't wish anybody any ill will anywhere, and uh, including Urban Meyer. Uh, but what he tried to do doesn't work. And uh, you know what? What a what a lunatic. Let's just say, leave it at that. Uh, so where do we go moving forward? Um, look, Daryl Bevel. By the way, now you know what Daryl Bevel looks like. You know, interesting side note there too. Um, he made a comment like that was the first this year was the first time he was in the the booth and not on the field calling plays. I wonder why Urban made him go to the booth. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. If your coordinator's used to being on the field calling plays and has done it at the NFL level that way, why wouldn't you continue? And he said it felt foreign to him. So I wonder if Urban knew that and why didn't he change? I don't know. It just seems seems really strange. But Daryl Bevel takes over. That's fine. You know, look, I don't know what difference we're going to see in the team. I think we're going to see some spirited play, of course, but they've they've started off slow a couple times, but overall they've been, they've been I think, playing pretty hard, trying anyway. Um, I think you'll see that. My question is how much difference are we going to see? The defense has been playing better, right? They went a little slump, and then they're, out, they're coming out. Played great last week. Uh the offense is absolutely terrible. I mean, I mean terrible. And by the way, we're going to go through the stats because I want to break down a game. Uh, of course, you're going to play one of the worst teams in the league, but you're one of the worst, too. It's like literally two of the worst teams in the league going at it on Sunday. But what? A, hey, happy holidays. Let, let's have some fun. Um, we'll get into that. But I, I, I personally feel um, that this next hire has got to be a stable hire. I want a proven coach. Now, I'm not against, you know, these coordinators that are that are hot and and and, and on the hot list, you know, with Leftwich and Bianami and Dable and uh even Hackett with Green Bay or um the guy uh, Lombardi, Joe Lombardi out in San. I'm not opposed to any of those guys. And the the little bit older the better, not too old, you know, but just that been around a long time and that they have their own offense and it's their offense and they're not you know, that's one thing I would want to know from even Biennemi, too, and and, and Hack, all of them. Like, what offense are you bringing? Is it your offense? You know, or you is it, you know, is it Arian? If you're left, which is it Arians? Is it Brady's? Is it a comedy? I, I don't know. I'd have, I, I would definitely bring them in because I think they deserve it and hear about it. But for me, at this point in the franchise's history, at this point where we're at, let this season play out. Let's see how the guys react. I'm not, look, I'm, Call me crazy, but I'm not against Daryl Bevel moving forward. Let's see what he does. He's done it before. He had to do it in Detroit last year. He held down the four. Let's see how he does. You know, you don't have to make the decision right now. But I will say this. Um, I think it's too risky to take another chance on a guy. I want a proven guy. I want a Doug Peterson type. I'd even bring in Jim Harbaugh. Call me crazy. But he was inc- he was very good with San Francisco. 
And don't forget, he had Kaepernick at the time, and they they had a good relationship and a good product, and they were good. They were a very good team. Go check out his track record. Now, you got to get rid of Trent Balky, which I think you do anyway. I don't, I don't think he's proven anything. And he's been here long enough. It wasn't just this year, two years. Been here long enough. I don't think he's your guy. So I'm I'm hoping that Shad Khan gets more involved, doesn't go with the splash hire, doesn't go with just the name, maybe brings in a consultant. You know, I know Tony Junji's number or name's been thrown out there. You know, hey, who would you who would you go after? What GM, what coach, what combo? How would you do it? Because Shad doesn't I don't think he's entrenched enough and to kn- doesn't know enough of the people and how to get to know them as opposed to somebody that's been doing it their whole career. So I think you got to bring in somebody like that. I've also, I would also suggest, in my opinion, that Shad can't bring in some former players and talk to them. Doesn't have to use any of their ideas, but hear them out and say, hey, this is what we think. What about this guy? What about that guy? But really, you got time. You don't have to make a hire right away, but you got to make the right hire. So take your time, do your due diligence. Hey, this goes for any coach, but especially the guys that are unproven, right? So take the enemy. I want to know uh, players, do they like him? It seems like they like him. They respect him? Yes. Uh, is it his game plan or is it Andy Reid's? I don't know. We'll find out. You know, what's his demeanor like? How, how is he treated amongst the other staff? Does the other staff like him? What does Andy feel? I mean, just you got to get deep into how people, you know, around them. Take Nathaniel Hackett. I thought uh, Denny Thompson earlier on 1010 did a, a, a nice idea. Hey, Nathaniel Hackett from Green Bay. Look what he's done with Aaron Rodgers. Now, Aaron's great without anybody. But he's gotten – I think Aaron respects him. They get along, and things seem to be going well with those two. I, I think that's a tall task with Aaron Rodgers with with his, uh, you know, little drama that he's got built in. Um, but that's what I think needs to happen. We don't have to make a decision. Here's my thoughts. Hey, let's finish this season. It's a holiday season. We got Christmas. We got New Year's. I know Hanukkah just ended. Happy Hanukkah to everyone. Post other celebrations. You know, let's just play the year out. Enjoy that we have a football team. Let's see how they come out on Sunday. Maybe it's a lot different. Maybe it's a lot more exciting. Maybe the offense is a lot better. It can't get any worse. Wait till I tell you some of these stats between the two. I mean... <laughs> it's like the bad news bears playing the bad news bears. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Graham Marsh is here, my esteemed producer. What's up, Graham? Hello, sir. How, How you doing, dude? I'm good, man. How are How you? How you feeling about Urban being let go? I know you're a former Gator. I am. You got that I, tie? I am willing to admit that I was painfully wrong because I thought it would be a good hire. Yep. But given the last two months, I am. I'm happy that. Shaw did finally cut bait. If Shaw didn't decide to cut bait after yeah. this Lambo thing, I was at the point where I was hoping more stuff would come out. Yeah, to entice him to cut bait. Right. So, because at this point, I mean, like, like, what, how is that going to be salvaged? It wasn't. Like, there no, was right. no way. No. Um, something you said that was interesting to me is the Nathaniel Hackett thing. Yeah. Because when Nathaniel Hackett was here in Jacksonville, yep. Portals played pretty well. Played pretty well. Yep. Did, arguably got as much squeezed as much out of Blake Bortles as you could. Yep. Now that he's got Aaron Rodgers, dude, that uh, the creative stuff they do yep. on that offense. Well, they've got the, the weapons. Too, they've got right? the weapons. They do yep. for sure. Yeah. But the the way they get those guys in space and put them in positions to succeed. Yep. I'm not saying that they're gonna they're no, gonna be yep. the Packers' offense if right. he came. Yep. But 
with a, a cap- obviously a capable quarterback in Trevor Lawrence, at least yep. we think, has got the tools to be developed into something. Yep. You go draft a couple of wide receivers. Maybe you convince you overpay a little bit for somebody in free agency. You yep. get a couple of weapons here, yep. and you have creativity like that, and you motion all over the field like they do, yep. and yep. you scheme guys in the middle of the field, and ooh, yep. I I would not yeah. dislike that whatsoever. No, no, right? You know, and you, you look at a guy like him, Brian Dable. You, you got to throw Bianami. Bianami's had a nice Agreed. career as an offense Agreed. coordinator, without a doubt. And and Byron, as of late, has had a nice, and not just. With Brady, but he was fine with with Arizona. Obviously, Agreed. had a bad year with Jameis, but um, you know, I I, th- I I just want I want a uh, I don't want a flash in a pan. I don't want a maybe. I know. Look, I'm a risk taker. I am. I'm. I'm. I am risk reward. Right. Uh, but you got to mitigate the risk on this one. I think you got to get, get a little. Got a little more stability. Yeah, they're, you're not in a position. They're to be risky. not in the position for another disaster. I agree. It cannot happen. I agree. Even if the next guy is not. Hoisting Lombardi's. Right. I know that's At the least goal. He's solid. That's what you want. Yep. You can't have another dude that's winning two games a year. No, it definitely cannot not. happen. No, you got to be five hundred or, or a little bit better, gotta right be. around there. Got it. I totally agree with that. Uh, well, they'll get their chance this week. Oh my gosh, the Texans two and eleven uh, lost three in a row. Jets, Indy, Seattle kicked the crap out of them. Uh, we're two and eleven, lost five in a row. So don't get too excited. Uh, how about this? This is uh, uh, just disgusting. Um, Total yards from an offensive perspective. The Houston Texans are last in the league at 264 yards a game. A game. Total. Not just passing. Total. Like that's now before you get too excited, the Jags are 30th at only 303 yards a game. That's that just Seems way, but 264? Wow. Unbelievable. All right, points a game. Uh, (laughs) Their offense is last at 13.6. We're second to last at 13.8. Wow. I mean, the matchups of offensive brilliance. Uh, Defensively, they're 30th with 27.5, and we are 26 with 26.2. Their rush defense. Do you know what they give up yards per carry? You have any idea? Have you heard? Uh, it's not five, but it's close to five. Yeah, I was about to guess high fours. Four point seven yards a carry. Oh my! They God. give up. We average uh, five. We average four point six. Come on! So, yeah, so I mean, what, every week, don't we go through this? Right. We average this. They average that. It's simple math. It's not like you got to come up with this crazy thing. Just run the ball. I was gonna say. So you're you're telling me it's. What you're telling me is it would be a crime for J-Rob to not get the ball 20-plus times. Oh, tw- easy. He, and that concerns me because he hasn't to date. Now, was it Urban holding him back? We're going to find out. Bevel said this this week. James Robinson's our starting running back. He will be treated as such. That, to me, means he's the workhorse. So let's see it because he can be a workhorse. Also, with the – I didn't mean to cut you off. But no, with, you're good. With the – like, like you've already established this whole thing a couple of weeks ago, and people are finally catching on now with, like, the theory that the coaching staff literally just doesn't like James Robinson. I think if there was anyone in the building that was spearheading the idea of not liking James Robinson, it would have to be Urban Meyer. I agree. Because of, because of how he's run his offenses previously, because of speed guys always being his main dudes because yep. of drafting Travis Etienne. You know that's an urban move, drafting Etienne. No doubt. So, well, he wanted Tony. 
Remember, Co- he came on and said, I correct. wanted Kadarius Tony from Florida. Correct. Didn't so get I, him. So what exactly. do you go? What, so I have a hard time to? believing that a more traditional offensive coordinator yep. that has you know, run regular NFL offenses before, seen what works, seen what doesn't in right. the pros, right. doesn't like James Robinson. I, I find that impossible to believe. Yeah. There's just no way. Well, we're going to find out Sunday. Agreed. We are. We're going to find out Sunday. And look, I don't know. I just, you know, the, the whole, um, the bullying does not work. We saw it, and I don't want to get political. We saw it in the presidency. The bullying doesn't work. Nobody wants to be bullied. They don't like bullies. I don't like bullies. Nobody likes a bully, especially in a power position. And it sounds like that, Ur- that Urban was quite the bully. And we're going to find out the difference. Again, hey, now flip it over. Our run defense, even though a little leaky. Now, last week was a lot better, but before that, a little leaky. We're still fifth in the league. That's freaking great. Everything we've gone through with 2-11, and 11, our offense sucks. They don't get off the field. They don't give us a rest ever, and we're at four yards of carry. It used to be like 3-7. I'd like it down there, to be honest with you. Four is a little high, but it's still fifth in the league. You know what they average on the ground? 3.3. Last in the league. Hello? And that troubles me if Urban, because think about it. Like, wouldn't you just, Urban, they don't stop the run. We run. We stop the run. They can't run. How do you think we're going to win this week? I don't know. Maybe we should throw the ball 50 times. (laughs) (laughs) What? Are you kidding me? I mean, it's just, it's like common sense. It's right there staring at you in the face. But, uh, yeah, so you, you you don't have much offense. Um, their defense is not very good. Ours is a lot better. Um, they give up a lot of sacks. They're fifth in the league, 37 to date. 24 with this David Mills kid, the rookie out of Stanford, who's okay. He's 8-8, eight and eight, eight touchdowns, eight picks. Completes a high percentage, a way higher than Trevor. Uh, that could be a lot of different things. The run game's not very good. Mark Ingram, I think he's got COVID. David Williams or David Johnson, Rex Burkhead, Philip Lindsay, they all average like three yards a cap. It's terrible. Absolutely terrible. Chris Conley, remember him? Did you know he was on the Texans? Did you know that? I did. That that guy went from the Chiefs. He went back to the Chiefs from here? No, 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 no. Oh, no. from like, here to like the before, Texans. Before he was here. Right. Yeah, He's he on the Chief. Chiefs. I loved him. Riding as a high, great offense. Yeah. Comes here. And then goes to Houston. Yeah, my my man started up up here on cloud nine. Dude, and he's his in the dirt first now. game here, he scored a bomb from uh, Nick Foles. Remember, that was a play Nick got hurt. He caught the touchdown. That was, that was Chark, I'm pretty sure. No, that was not. It was on the right side. It was Chris Conley. He caught that touchdown pass. Go look it up. Are we sure about that? I'm positive about it. Go look. I I definitely remember his big catch a couple games later with Minshew against the Jets. Yep. Minshew made the guy miss, yeah. and he broke off. I definitely remember that one. Go back. I mean, his brain can sometimes throw out crazy I'll, stuff. I'll but give I, it. I'll give it a look. Give up it a look. We'll, we'll we'll see if I'm right on that one. I was it's right big on J the, journalism in here. There you go. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, third down, they're both bad. They're just they're bad. Here's a big difference. Um, turnover ratio. This is going to make you sick. They're plus one at two and eleven. What does that mean? They're really bad because it's. They're not two and eleven because they're turning the ball over. They're two and eleven because they're just not very good. We're minus nineteen, last in the league. We turn the ball over and we don't get recoveries or interceptions or anything like that. 
Minus 19. You can't win with turning the ball over. Trevor's got to do a better job taking care of the ball. I mean, that's that goes without saying. I mean, last week, hey, the Chenault, he's got to catch it. We just got done praising him about catching it with his hands, and then it goes right through his freaking hands. Interception. The other three, Trevor's fault. Get him in a rhythm, Daryl. Get on the field. I can't believe he was up in the box. I would hate to coach from the box. It's too far away. You feel too far out. I mean, you're on the you're on the set. You can hear. You know what I mean. But it's too far. I got to be on the field. I got to feel the earth. You know, underneath my feet. I got to smell the grass. I gotta. I gotta see it all. Hopefully, it changes. Well, they say they're happy down there at the stadium, so that's good. I hope they are. Did you find out? I hate to say I told you so. Did you really? It was Chark. Son of a biscuit eater. All right, good job. <laughs> I'll take my medicine. It wasn't Conley. It was Chark. Maybe Conley caught the dig right before the touchdown. Remember, there was two passes in that game before Nicky got hurt. What, what you should have said when I told you it was Chark, you should have said, well, you have to ask my coordinators about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hey, who caught the pass? I have no idea. Ask him. Yeah, you got to ask Bev and Bernie about yeah, that Yeah, Bev. Bell Bev DeVoe, <laughs> baby. Well, hopefully they can bring some uh, stability uh, for the f- remaining four weeks and hopefully give you something to cheer about and finish the year strong. I look, I don't care about draft position. I care about establishing a culture because a good portion of the guys on this year's team will be back next year. So I, I do believe in, now granted, you start over the next year. You do. You hit the reset. You start from, you know, it's like the Jewish faith. You start over with the Torah, right? And you go through the year, the Jewish calendar, till the end of the Torah. It's like that. Like, you got to start over. But you can take the momentum of finishing strong into next year, into the offseason, into working out. You know, you, when, the, when the season's over, you take a little break, but then you're back in the gym. And you're sitting there going, okay, man, I see it. I see it. I'm excited. I see what we were made of because this is one thing, and it's not talked about enough, but the metal, the merit, and the grit of your football team is so important. And when you're in an organization like they're in right now and the situation they're in right now, this will tell us a lot about the kind of people we have on that team. I'm not talking about kind of athletes, kind of people. Will they have the metal? to show that, you know what, we're better than we've been. We're going to find out Sunday, and it's going to be a glorious day because it's a weekend before Christmas. It's a festive season. We're going to have a good time. Hopefully it's good weather. And we're just going to enjoy the fact that we have a football team here in Jacksonville playing in the National Football League. That's what we got to get back to, and that's what the team has to get back to. Listen, fans, I'm behind you. This team owes you. They owe you. The organization owes you. They owe you a winner. And I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that happens. Because this city is special. And it's special because when we win, the whole city feels it. No matter where you're in Murray Hill, the beaches, Orange Park, Doctors Lake, downtown, San Marco, Springfield, it doesn't matter. Southside, it doesn't matter. Everybody feels it. Everybody lives it. That's why it's special. And it is a special place to play, to live, and to coach. That'll do it for me.
Guess what I'm doing today? Amen, baby. Yeah, thank you. Let's go. That's, I'm ready. DTWD. I'm ready. DTWD, LFG. <laughs> All of it. Come on. I'll, listen. Let's go. Find me where there's no studs in the wall, and I guarantee I could run right through it. It's only drywall, so it's not a big deal. Exactly. But if I hit a stud, it's a problem. Let's avoid some studs, but if besides you move that, the, yeah. like if, there, if you say, all right, Tommy, right here, there's no stud, I'll go through that son of a bitch. Bam, let's go, baby. In a heartbeat. Can I, but guess what I'm doing? What are you doing? Celebrating. So 22 years ago tonight, I asked my bride to marry me. Oh, let's go. So let Look me tell that. you this. So we were only dating four months my family, except for my mother, thought I was nuts. They're like, what? You barely know her. Her family, same deal. What? You barely know them. And we were both like, shut up. We know what we're doing. 22 years later. 22 years later, baby. We have a beautiful family, beautiful life. She's the best. So we're going to go have some dinner. Then we're going to a Christmas party. And we're going to have a great time. Probably end up at the corner. Got to go to the corner, man. Got to end, you know, rag times. That's where it happens. Yeah, that's you know, that's happens. where we we used to run back in the day with, back when we were dating. So yeah, that's where you run present night. day. It'll be great night. What's that? That's where you run present day. Right. What'd you say? What? <laughs> what present day? Yeah, that's where you run right now. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 All the time. Oh, yeah. of course. Yeah, but we used to run together, uh, and we still do. It, yeah. It, yeah. 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 Oh yeah. It's gonna be a great day. I'm looking forward to it. We actually. uh so I asked her to marry me, 95th floor of the John Hancock building. We are having dinner at the Signature Room. Friends of mine from St. Mary's of Buffalo Grove uh, owned the restaurant. So that was kind of cool, going back to their place. And uh, got down on my knee. It was a struggle. My knees were really bothering me. I was still playing ball. <laughs> <laughs> got down, had to go down on two. Asked her. She said yes. I was like, oh, thank goodness. An uh, old couple came by. They were celebrating their 50th anniversary. And they said, congratulations and good luck. And uh, saw the whole engagement and that kind of thing. So that was cool. And then we went to uh, front row to Neil Diamond. And it was spectacular. That's awesome. Beautiful night. And then we partied till about 4 in the morning. Get with my brothers right? and friends. And yeah, you properly celebrated. It was a fun. It was a great Great night. You did so. what you should do after an engagement. No doubt. Oh, without question. Absolutely. My, She's the greatest. She deserves it all. So hope you enjoyed the show. Have a great weekend. Uh, if I see you out the game, say hello, man. I'm always approachable. Sometimes I may not look like it, but don't worry about that because I am. And I'm telling you right now, you can always say hello to Tommy Mack, and I always say hello back. Will we be able so, to find you in the bud zone? Um, Maybe. Yeah. I think we're, we're friends of ours are taking us. And they have club seats. So I'll be in the club a little bit. I'll probably walk around. You'll bounce around a little I'll bit. Bounce, I'll bounce. Say hi to the people. Yeah, I love the people, man. Love, love the it. people. Love to see it. All right. We'll see you next time right here. I catch up with Tommy Mack on 1010XL's podcast platform at 1010XL.com on Facebook. Thanks for tuning in. And, of course, on the relevant app. Make sure you check it out on Google Play and the App Store. R-E-L-E-V-N-T is the name. It's a group messaging chat app with live interactive podcast you too can have your own podcast right from your phone all right we'll see you next time be safe stay cool we'll see you right here catching up with tommy mack i never knew that a kid like me could take his mic around the world and flash the big ass thing and rock the masses from madrid to calabasas